0: When you get all this downtime in the offseason, you hear a lot of talk about rankings. Who's the top point guard? Who's the top shooting guard? Who's the top power forward? Who's the top player in the NBA? But it's usually people. It's usually people. But on Locked On Grizzlies, we do things a little bit different. NBA 2K24 comes out in a couple weeks, so we got 2K rankings on Grizzlies players. And guess what? I think it's very realistic, unlike some people. Stay tuned. Coming up on Locked On Grizzlies. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies. I am your host for today, Demichael Cole, beat writer for the Commercial Appeal, right here in Memphis, Tennessee. I want to appreciate you guys for tuning in to Locked On today, as we do every single day. Just remember that today's is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every more. all you got to do is visit slash locked. On today started. Speaking of getting started, so hey, we're gonna give it to you a little bit unconventional. You know, uh, as I said in the open and you, you hear all these talks in all season about rankings, top five point guards, top ten shoot guards, top ten players in the NBA. But usually it's the people chit-chatting through there, you you go over, you know, this journalist out on the West Coast, out on the east coast, even colin and Joe Mutt next. We mix it up with the rankings every now and then. But for my money, NBA 2K, the the actual game, has one of the best rankings systems out there. Uh, you know, some I don't want to date anybody, but some of you, you know, you might be a little bit older now. You might be, you might say, oh, I used to play NBA 2K back in 2002, 2003, 2004. Let me tell you something. NBA 2K now is very, very detail oriented. I mean, all of John Morant's go-to. On there, the Tyus Jones floater, like it is detail by detail, attribute by attribute. It breaks these guys' game down to a T. And it has become one of my favorite off-season methods to look at rankings. And this year is no different. NBA 2K24 will be out soon, and Grizzlies' rankings have been revealed. So we will we'll dive in on a lot of that throughout the episode. If you're tuning in on uh YouTube, you see our rundown but if you're not on youtube uh, we're gonna do the top grizzlies 2k rankings pretty much the players who are ranked in the top 100 in our first segment then in the second segment we'll get to some notable subs notable snubs and uh i think there's a big one missing from that uh angle but then we'll get to our third and final segment where we'll talk about the third best shooter on the grizzlies uh 2k probably had a different idea than maybe some of you think but I think it creates good conversation. So this, that's today's episode of for you. Remember to continue to tune in to Locked on Grizzlies. Remember, we are everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen, wherever you watch, Locked on Grizzlies is there. So let's get into these 2K rankings, uh, shall we? Uh, four Grizzlies players were ranked in the top 100. So overall, the Grizzlies, as a team on NBA 2K, and again, I want to emphasize this because a lot of you do not play NBA 2K. This is not strictly for the people who play the NBA 2K game and whatnot. We're primarily looking at the ratings on the game because a lot of this can be applied to real life. Uh literally, the Grizzlies as you if as I rated them last season, it was pretty close to when I did the season prediction on the Grizzlies, it was very close to how the season actually turned out for the Grizzlies. Uh, 2K predicted that the Grizzlies would have a lot of success in the regular season and kind of flame out in the playoffs, and it's kind of what happened. But anyways, uh, four Grizzly players rank in the top 100: John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, and Marcus Smart as your fourth player. Uh, but it's not that they're in the top 100; it's where they ranked in the top 100 that I really want to get into. Uh, we can we can start off with the obvious. You know, John Morant was rated as one of the top players on NBA 2K. And it's not just he was rated as one of the top players, but his overall dip one. So John Morant was a 92. Last season, he went up to a 93 overall. Now he's back down to a 92. So I think 2K, from that perspective, is thinking this is just a player John Morant is. While most people in Memphis, like myself and most of you Grizzly fans, you expect John Morant to continue to take leaps uh, from from this point. And that's what I'm expecting. So if we go to the top 100 current players on NBA list, I mentioned the four that made it. So you would say, okay, where exactly is John Morant? Well, John Morant is rated as the 15th player. So according to NBA 2K, John Morant is the 15th best player the NBA. I know that a lot of you will have problems with, and you're probably wondering, well, who do they have ahead of him? Uh, let's get into it. LeBron James, Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum. I think with that top eight, no surprises. Then you got Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, Devin Booker at 9, 10, 11. Mm, some of you might start to mix it in with that area. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Then you go down to 12, 13, 14. Damian Lillard at 12. Damian Lillard over Ja. I can, you know, Damian Lillard is elite offensive player. I can I can roll with it. Anthony Davis over Ja Morant. Well, they just played each other, and Anthony Davis was the better player in that series. So we can, we can, we can let that pass. Then at 14, this is where, oh, <laughs> this is where you really mix it up right here. Shea Gilles' Alexander had an incredible season incredible season Uh, made all NBA and now is rated on NBA 2K right above John Morant. He's rated as the number 14 best player in the world. John Morant is the 15th best player, notably behind John Morant. If you're wondering uh, for perspective on who he's ahead of Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Trey Young, and Paul George, Jalen Brown, DeMontis Sabonis. So, John Moran is ahead of a bunch of good players, but I know he like to focus on the guys who are above him. And quite frankly, I think he's in a good spot uh, on this list based on how everything played out last, last season. The one player, is like maybe Josh should be ahead of him. I don't uh, he should be ahead of him. Shea Gills is Alexander. Uh, great, great year last year, but um John's been doing what he did for a couple years now. Uh, not on the exact volume of three-point shooting. I mean, not three-point shooting, but getting to the free-throw line and scoring overall. But Josh led his team to the number two seed in consecutive seasons, playoffs every year. And Shea Gilders is, is, is still, you know, in the post-Chris Paul and OKC era. In the, you know, he played with the Clippers, broke in with the Clippers, played with Lou Will, Pat Bell, Montrezl Harrell, and that group over there. But he's still looking for his first time he's led a team to a playoff. Jaws done that. Like three times now, but that's neither here though there. Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Marcus Smart also cracked the top 100. You say, Well, where did they fall in? Uh, John Morant was 15th. You got to go all the way down to 40. That's where Jaron Jackson Jr. falls in the top two of the 2K rankings. Uh, me and Joe Mullinex have said it a lot. We feel like Jaron Jackson Jr. is a top you know, 25 to 30 player in the league, but. 2K has him at 40. So I'm going to go through some of the names that rank right above him on this list. Starting at 35, you got Pascal Siakam, Julius Randle, Mikael Bridges, Christoph Porzingis, Jalen Brunson. So those are some of the names ahead of him. Uh, Mikael Bridges, great, great year in, in Brooklyn. I, I still need to see more to say, okay, he's ahead of a defensive player of the year who also has a nice offensive game as well. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh, he had a great NBA Finals run. I, mean, I, I, I think he's a nice player. Julius Randle, he really kind of didn't. He had a subpar year by his standards. Uh, Christoph Porzingis, who, mm, I'm mixed on that one. Jalen Brunson, really nice breakout year. But Jaren Jackson Jr. ranks right above those guys. Right below him, Evan Mobley, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards. And a little bit further down right below him, Desmond Bay at 48 on 2K's ranking. So again, getting into who's right ahead of him, who's right in front of him. Chris Middleton and Laurie Marketing right right above Desmond Bain. Right behind him, Brooke Lopez, Miles Turner, Kay Cunningham, Jalen Green. So I think that is a great spot for Desmond Bain. And basically, the game 2K says the Grizzlies have three top 50 players. Then you got to go all the way down to find number four because, as we said, 100,000 million, billion times. uh, The top three on the Grizzlies, is, is are the core players. You know, it's John Morant, it's Desmond Bane, it's Jerry Jackson Jr. So you expect there to be a little bit of a fall before you get to that next level. And sneaking his way into the 2K's top 100 is Marcus Smart, uh, who ranks right above Jalen Williams. I mean, right, right below Jalen Williams of OKC, Jeremy Grant of Portland. And he's right above Bobby Portis, Bob, Bob Donovan, Jaden Ivey, and Russell Westbrook. So, wow, uh, Marcus Smart above Russell Westbrook, Bojan Bogdanovich. So, I, th- I think, again, that just proves how good of an acquisition of Marcus Smart is for the Memphis Grizzlies overall this upcoming season. Uh So, there's your four guys who rank in the top 100. I think all four guys are very deserving. But, there's one guy who didn't make the list that I I really I, I really need to know what 2K was thinking. But we'll get to that coming up after the break. But before before we talk about that, I got to talk to you about FanDuel. Because guess what? Football season is about to be here and if you know anything about football you know that might be the perfect time for you to head over to FanDuel Sportsbook to make every moment more I'm so happy the NFL's back and guess what right now you can bet on a Super Bowl winner you can do that right now on FanDuel and you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season did you hear me uh you can pick a Super Bowl winner and every time that team wins in the regular season, you can get bonus bets. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl. And look, this is how you get bonus bets every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player pop, prayer props, over-unders, and everything else. So all you gotta do is go to fanduel.com/slash locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And you can start earning more bonus bet with America's number one sports book. Again, go over to fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Coming up next after the break, we're going to talk about player snubs in 2K's top 100 ratings. I got one that I really want to dive in on, so stay tuned for that. Welcome back to Locked on Grizzlies, everyone. I am your host, the Michael Cole beat writer for the commercial appeal right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for tuning in again to Locked on Grizzlies. Today, we're talking ratings, 2K ratings on the top top players on the Memphis Grizzlies. And again, I, I want to you know emphasize, because I have to emphasize this, because 2K is a game. And some of you may not be familiar with how advanced these games have gotten these days, but 2K drills these guys piece by piece, body moving by body move. 2K has – it's not like the old days where it used to just be a three-point shot rating, a layup rating, and a dunk rating. 2K has a left-handed layup rate, right-handed layup, inside, outside, mid-range shot. It breaks down every single piece of these guys' games. So for 2K doing that, I, I think it is a, a quality way to determine, you know, a, a ranking system of how these players are ranked heading into the season. We just went down the list with John Morant, Desmond Jaron Jackson Jr., and Marcus Smart, all being top 100 players. But there's another guy that's missing. Quite frankly, John Morant, Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart, Jaron Jackson Jr. That could be four Grizzly starters at some point this season. That could be four Grizzly starters. What about the fifth starter? Steven Adams. Does 2K think Steven Adams is 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 not good enough to be in the top 100? Uh, I really don't agree with that decision. So Steven Adams had an 80 overall rating on the game 2K. Uh, so clearly he barely missed the cut because the guys right above him, Russell Westbrook, Jaden Ivey, had 81 overall ratings on 2K. So he barely missed the cut. So we're not going to go too hard on him. But let me tell you where, where it gets real tricky. So I'm looking at the centers that were ranked above Steven Adams on this, and I'll start at, let's say, let's start at, at, at the top 60 players in, in NBA, right? Because I want to give you a frame of reference here. So we have Jared Allen at 60. I, I can get jiggy with that. I can get jiggy with Jared Allen over him. Uh, we have 61 DeAndre Aiden. Overall, DeAndre Aiden is probably a better player than Steven Adams, but let me do me a favor. Go go look at those Steven Adams versus DeAndre Aiden matchups. Let me give you a hint. They they ain't pretty. And i and not in not in DeAndre Aiden's favor, by the way. Nikolai Vucevic, terrific score, perfect for a game system. Nick, Nick, Nick Claxton, tremendous shot blocker, uh, did terrific work this past season. Then the rookie Victor Wimbayana, uh, he's on there as well. So uh, kudos to him in the 60. Now it's giving him a little dicey. At 68, you got Robert Williams. a yeah, spot starter. That okay, cool. Uh, Clint Capella. I love Clint Capella's game because he's a great rebounder, great shot blocker. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. 75. Check this out, Grizzlies fans. At Number 75, Jonas Valanciunas. Now we've heard time and time again in Memphis where people have said, oh, the, the trade for Steven Adams worked out very well for the Grizzlies. Gave the Grizzlies exactly what they needed. He took the ball out of Jonas Valanciunas hands. You got Steven Adams who doesn't need the ball in his hands as much. And he's great spring center, great, you know, uh, great rim protector, great defensively in the low post, great rebounder. Well, 2K's basically telling you, hey, Jonas Valentunas is a much better player. It's 83 overall. Uh Steven Adams again is an 80. So so, but these are the names I want to point out. Yonas Valanciunas, Walker Kessler is also ranked above him, Albert Sangoon, over there in Houston, love the young kid. Uh, skill, skilled, terrific player. Christian Wood, who doesn't even play for a team right now. Christian Wood, NBA free agent, is in the top 100. But yeah, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., I like him. Joseph Nurchich, which is another just big, skilled big, but that's it. Uh, Bobby Portis, who's currently playing for Team USA. Uh, six-man of the year candidate this past season. Really good big man. Could start probably on a bunch of teams. So that's where we stand. But I think Stephen Adams should have been in here. But I know why it wasn't. As much as we've talked about how realistic 2K is with, with everything, this is the one part that's always going to probably be missing. Guys like Stephen Adams, who do the quote-unquote dirty work, work. The dirty work for an NBA team, it'll always be undervalued. You know why? Because no one's buying 2K and picking the Grizzly Sand because, oh man, Stephen Adams is such a terrific sh- screen setter on this game. Let me get him to set all the screens so I can get my guys open. I don't think anybody's really saying that. Maybe a couple people down under, and, under you know, New Zealand over there, a couple, maybe a couple of you. Shout out to our New Zealand uh, listeners. Love you guys a lot. But overall, a guy like Stephen Adams doesn't get a lot of love on this game. But if you look at the things that Stephen Adams does, he's the best screen setter. Remember before he got hurt, he led the NBA in screen assists per game. He was leading the NBA in offensive rebounds per game once again after setting the Grizzlies single season offensive rebound record the previous year and being pretty much on par with that record and potentially breaking it uh, this past season. So Stephen Adams gets the injury and doesn't come back. Is 2K basically predicting that mm, he probably won't be the same or something? I don't know. I'm having a hard time figuring it out because he was rated a little bit higher on last year's game. So maybe there's some, oh, he's, he's turning 30 and they're projecting some type of fall. But at the end of the day, all these other guys, I mean, Victor Wambiano hasn't played an NBA game yet. and He looked aight in summer league. Like, let's keep it real. He he didn't look like a generational prospect. He he looked all right. I still think he's going to be really good. But based on what we've seen, we haven't seen him in the NBA, you know, in the summer league where in those games where it was like, wow, this dude is the next LeBron or, or the most the best prospect since LeBron James. Steven Adams, the proof is in the pudding. When he went to the Pelicans, that team went from a crappy rebounding team to one of the best in the NBA. The Grizzlies all the way up to January – You couldn't mess with the Grizzlies on the boards. You couldn't. And then what what killed the Grizzlies against the Lakers? Couldn't contain Anthony Davis on the rebounds in pretty much all of those losses. You go look at the four Lakers wins, look at Anthony Davis' rebound total. Then look at me and tell me if you think (laughs) Anthony Davis is snagging 16 boards while, while, while Steven Adams is on the floor. Ain't happening. Possible, but it ain't happening four times for sure. I mean, Steve, I mean, Anthony Davis is one of the best players in the world. Don't get me wrong, but uh I'm not snagging them boards on Stephen Adams like that. So Stephen Adams is the one guy who I think that barely missed the list here. And it's like, where is he at? And where is Stephen Adams on this game? Uh, so I went deeper into the numbers. I said, OK, let me let me find out uh, what is where does the game 2K have uh, Stephen Adams on this game? Well, number f- for one. His playmaking pretty much has a poor rating. If you watch Steven Adams uh this past season, the Grizzlies have done great jobs with him in dribble handoff situations, and he's done well. But pretty much he rates he rates great in statistics like hustle, durability, close shot, um, post control, interior defense, his block rating, his help defense IQ. And his defensive consistency and of course offensive rebounding, he's one of the best. Uh, but he rates very low in pretty much any playmaking stat. His pass accuracy is a little bit below average Uh ball handling and pass, pass IQ is a little bit below average. But then his vertical is below average. Um, uh, I mean, no surprise there. Mid-range shot below average, outside scoring is very poor. Three-point shot is very, very poor. Free throw shooting, very, very poor. Uh His dunk ratings are pretty much average. His layup rating is below average. Uh So, Steven Adams, basically, if you just look at the game, defensively, he gets a little low. Offensively, he's pretty much looked at as average on this game. And rebounding is pretty much where he's one of the best. It's where he stands out. So, they got the rebounding part right. But everything else makes me wonder uh, – Steven Adams should be a top 100 player. In the NBA, he is a top 100 player. That's a conversation we can get into later with me and my partner, Joe back. But another statistic that I wanted to look at on this was the shooting. Uh, The Grizzlies, shooting has been a struggle in Memphis. We've we've touched on that. But we know Desmond Bain and Luke Kennard are the top two shooters. That's not a surprise. But wait till you find out who 2K has as the third best shooter. We're going to talk about that coming up on Locked on Grizzlies. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies, everyone. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to Locked On Grizzlies today. So far in today's episode, we talked about pretty much everything. We talked about uh, the top player, Grizzlies players' rankings on NBA 2K, John Morant, Desmond Bay, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., all in the top 100, along with Marcus Smart sneaking his way in at number 96. Then we talked about the snubs because ain't no way Stephen Adams shouldn't be in the top 100 players in 2K, and he wasn't. He wasn't on there. So we talked about that as well. But what won't come to a surprise is, is Stephen, Ad- I mean, not Stephen Adams, <laughs> definitely not Stephen Adams in this case. Uh, Luke Kennard was ranked as the Grizzlies' top shooter, even above Desmond Bain. Do I agree with that? It's a conversation for another day. But uh, really high 2K24 ranking uh, on three-point shooting for Luke Kennard. And then falling in... A little bit further down the list, a little bit further down the list was Desmond Bain. I think Desmond Bain was right outside of the top five. That's another conversation because Buddy Hill uh, had the fourth-best shooting rating on 2K on three-pointers. And then Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon was fifth. Uh, he's had a 50-40-90 season, so I, I respect it. But overall, um, not the name I expected. But anyways, the point here is Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Both had very high three-point shooting rankings. I don't have to get too deep into it because we all know that shooting, three-point shooting in particular, is big for the Memphis Grizzlies this upcoming season. It's a huge, huge thing uh, that's going to be emphasized. It's something that, quite frankly, the Grizzlies um, need to improve on. It's just going to help the half-court offense. It's going to help the team's offensive efficiency overall. And quite frankly, you got – enough of pro of the personnel now you know you remove dylan brooks and his low efficiency numbers and his high volume you bring in Marcus smart a little bit less volume efficiency not much better but less volume so that means more shots for des more shots for luke Kennard. uh but who is the grizzlies third best three-point shooter we talked a little bit about you know john Conchar a couple seasons ago uh didn't have quite the volume but he was shooting 40% from three-point range. Fell off a little bit this year as the volume went up and took over two three-pointers per game uh, this season. Uh, then, you know, John Morant's going to take his occasional three-pointers. Uh, you got the the young guys, the crop, David Roddy, Jake LaRavia, uh, those guys, Zaire Williams. Um, then you got Santi Aldama, who, for the most part, a large part of the season was a consistent three-point shooter. You got Jaron Jackson Jr., who loves to pick and pop. But who is the third best three-point shooter on the Grizzlies. Let me tell you who 2K think he is. Kind of surprised me. 2K says that Jake LaRavia, already, NBA 2K is already paying attention to old Jake. Jake LaRavia is the third best three-point other than the duo, Desmond, Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, obviously. He's the only other guy that's above 80, over an 80 grade on 2K. So, I, I mean, it's a little surprising because I expected, you know, John make may get an 80 grade rating going there um, or whatnot. But uh, maybe Santiago Domo will got an 80 grade. Maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. falls right in that group somewhere. But nah, neither of those guys got uh, that type of rating on this game. Uh So shout out to Jake LaRavia, man. I think this is a good time for us to point out what Jake LaRavia brings to the table for the Memphis Grizzlies. And um again, I've said it time and time again, this could be a breakout year for him, not necessarily in terms of a big breakout, but a breakout in terms of fitting into what the Grizzlies need from the small forward position. We talked about Marcus Martin's probably going to get some minutes at the three, but you're going to need a backup. You're going to need a potential fill-in starter in a lot of situations. So you're going to need someone who has size that can bang, you know, in certain matchups? And Jake Ravio, Zaire Williams, David Roddy all fit the profile, but who's going to stand out? And uh, I got, I got, I I have some stock in Jake Laravia. I got some stock in Jake Laravia. I loved the shooting, so I kept telling people in some league, throw the numbers, throw the numbers in a trash can somewhere. I really didn't care if he shot twenty eight percent from three point range. Jake Luravia could have shot 7 of 29 on three-pointers over three games. You know what I would have said? 29 three-point attempts. He, all, he took almost 10 three-point attempts per game. That's all I need to see because once the confidence comes, everyone that I've talked to, and you guys know I've talked to people around the Grizzlies. i talked to people in college that knew him. Everyone is saying, man, Jake Luravia can shoot the crap out of the ball. He's just got to actually shoot it. You know, sometimes he wants to make the right play. Sometimes he want to make the two right play. You know, you are you got a guy closing out on you, and you're going to pass it to a 32% three-point shooter when you're usually a 38% three-point shooter. Shoot that ball, man. You're 6'7", six, six, Shoot over the top of those little dudes. That's where the Grizzlies want Jake LaRavia's head at. And it's getting there. And quite frankly, shout out to 2K for kind of even noticing the fact that he could be the third best shooter on the Grizzlies. I think that's pretty accurate. That's a conversation we could have. You know, you got Santi, you got Jaren, who I think uh, those two guys can can really, you know, shoot the basketball. Uh, but having Jake Lavier as the third best shooter makes a lot of sense for me. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Locked on Grizzlies. Make sure you continue to tune in on Locked on Grizzlies. I'm going to take a trip out of town, and it's because it's, It's my summer. It's my off season. Gonna take a little quick trip out of town and you're going to be with Joe Mullinax on Monday. Joe will have you covered with Monday's episode. I'll be back on Wednesday for that episode as well. But appreciate you guys for tuning in to Locked on Grizzlies. We got a lot coming up. Uh, Team USA is jumping into action. I'm sure Joe is really going to touch on what's going on with Team USA over there. Uh, so Team USA will start group play. Spain will start group play. So we'll get to see a little bit of Santi Aldama as well. And there will be much more going on with the Grizzlies. But thank you for tuning in to Locked On Grizzlies. Remember, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, I'll see you on Locked On Grizzlies.